Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox, your Monday through Friday rants, raves, and reviews talk radio show with the top stories in news, politics, and pop culture. Join your host, entrepreneur Scott Fullerton, and co-host, actor and writer Craig Hurley, right here at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Live, or subscribe and download on your favorite podcast distributors, including Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple and Google Podcasts. You're also invited to call in and share whatever is on your mind at 347-989-0126 during the live shows. So here we go. Stand up on our soapbox and let's start talking. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. Today is Tuesday, October 15th, 2019. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. In just a moment, I'll be joined by my co-host, actor and writer, Mr. Craig Hurley. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, to talk about the day's news, politics, and pop culture stories that are of interest to us. Plus, we allow you to call in and tell us whatever's on your mind. Give us a call at 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. We'll uh, continue talking about the impeachment query, the Syrian problems, that Fort Worth police officer we talked about yesterday. Of course, we have the Democratic debates tonight and all sorts of other stuff happening. So give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind. But let's uh, stand up on my soapbox and start talking Craig Hurley, how the heck are you? I am doing well, sir. How are you? Very. I am doing very well now. I've had a very frustrating day, but I'm doing good. Why? I'm, I'm sitting in my comfy chair in the studio, and I got my blankie on, and I'm doing good. But uh, I, <laughs> I decided to try my air fryer finally. It was not a good uh, yeah, day. Yeah, I was going to talk to you. I was going to talk to you about that. Um, I happen to be a well, I've been called a kitchen Nazi because I prefer to, things to be done in the kitchen a certain way, and I, the reasons I have method to my madness. The majority of the um, things that I have. Pe- peeves about in the kitchen are mm-hmm. science based. They're based in science and science is fact because these are experiments that are repeated over and over again until you prove something. And um, yeah, uh, like I've got a pet peeve about um, toaster ovens. Okay. Um, there's a grease pan in a toaster oven, right? Most toaster ovens have heating elements both on the top and the bottom of the toaster oven, at least the one that I'm dealing with currently. And there is usually a grease pan that's supposed to catch grease um, that is in between those heating elements along with a grill, along with the, 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 the grill part of it, right? Now, I okay. tend to, I tend to um, not want any grease on the grease pan and not want any breadcrumbs or crumbs from pasta or crumbs from pizza or, or cheese or anything, any food-type item that I'm cooking in the toaster oven. And I'm talking about toaster ovens. And, and I tend to not want that stuff to fall on the heating elements so the that grease pan is always in place and then i use aluminum foil on top of the grill part of it so right. i i so that nothing falls onto the grease pan because my experience in life i've seen and witnessed three toaster ovens go up in flames it's not a fun day, okay? Um, it's extremely dangerous when it does happen. And you literally have to cover your toaster oven because you can't use water on it. So please don't use water on a grease fire. This is just science. You have to use flour on a grease fire because that's what's on fire in, in a toaster oven is the grease that you put there in the first place because your dumbass didn't put a piece of aluminum foil or clean off the grease pan. So 
I, I'm just, I'm a kitchen Nazi when it comes to certain things. And, and when your toaster oven catches on fire, dude, you're going to light up your entire kitchen because you cannot put that thing out. I literally have taken three toaster ovens out of kitchens with a towel and thrown them outside while they were on fire. So that is the only <laughs> thing you can do that is seriously, that's it. That's all you can do. And I want to know what happened with your, with your air fryer. We'll get to that in a second. I, I want to know how you caught air on fire, dude. I want to, <laughs> I want to know how that scary. happened. Scary. <laughs> oh, but this is what I'm talking about. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm that way for a reason. I, you know, I've, I've seen either things go up in flames or I've, you know, been a part of different, like, I, I, I'm, I, I'm really, I'm like, I'm like Bill Maher or I mean, uh, Howie Mandel used to be. Uh, when it comes to you know like cleaning the bacteria off of dishes and and I'm, I'm just I'm crazy about it and it's part of you know what whatever disorders I have I mean it's part of my personality <laughs> but it's all based on fact it's all based on science every single thing that I do in the kitchen when it comes to cooking or cleaning is based on science and healthy science it, you know it's not about it's not about just that i've got an ocd and i need it done this way it's it's not that at all so it's right. it's all based on healthy facts and you know making sure that in the near future that you could actually use your things like a toaster oven you know so it doesn't catch on fire right. and then catch the rest of your kitchen on fire that's not a good day dude that's not a good no, day no it's for not anybody. a good day at all so yeah, so you can avoid that, and that's all my that's all my kitchen Nazi stuff really is. Is I'm I'm like you, it, it's it's preventative. That's all it is. Is preventative. That's you know so that right. you don't have to deal with it in the future. You don't have to deal with some nightmare in the future. So, well, as a side know, note, as an embarrassing aside, before I get into my air fryer woes, um, I was a grown up man. We're talking mid twenties, so I realized. <laughs> that toasters have a little catcher on the bottom that catches all the crumbs. I would always turn those things upside down and shake the hell out of them. Oh, no, that you can pull, you pull that out. A little yeah, pan it's got out a grease pan. It, exactly. <laughs> it's got a little grease pan and a little catcher on the bottom. We go mid-20s yeah, to figure that, that out. out. And I've been making toast since I was and 10. empty it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's the little things that I'm talking about. Um, and, and these are the little things that actually make a difference. You know, go over to your toaster oven right now and pull that grease pan out of there and clean the hell out of that thing, you know, and get the, exactly. get the little pieces of toast that are sitting on the bottom because you, those to little pieces of toast will catch on fire. And when they oh, catch yeah. on fire, the grease catches on fire and then it's over. And if you've got a plastic toaster oven, then you've got melting plastic in your kitchen. This doesn't work. It doesn't work for anybody. So, you know, it's like I said, it's a miserable day, dude. And you cannot right. hit that toaster oven with water when it catches on fire. Cannot. First of all, it's plugged in. So most likely it's plugged in when you're using it. So you, you cannot hit it with water because it's electric. Right. And second of all, a, a grease fire cannot put out with, be put out with water. It'll only get bigger. It only spreads right. the grease that's on fire further. Um, it, you have to hit it with flour, which makes a complete mess, or you have to take it outside. You literally have to throw it out the door. Yeah, because it may Hopefully not be a grease fire. Like you said, those little pieces of toast turn into basically carbon and charcoal and catch yep. on fire, and it's just like yep. charcoal on fire. But that's and what that's happened. That'll, that'll segue into my story here. Of it. Okay. This is, that'll segue into <laughs> my air fryer. Okay. Okay. I'm all excited for my air fryer. The thing about an air fryer, though, and maybe it's because I got it at a relatively good deal. I got one of the big air fryers, 6.5 quart, um, for 60 bucks. So it's a good price. Nice. And maybe it's all air good fryers. Deal. Maybe it's because I got a good price. But it doesn't really come with an instruction manual. It comes with all okay. the pieces. It, it shows you what all the pieces are and how to clean them and stuff like that. But it really doesn't Why tell doesn't you how to have use a, it. Come with it. I okay. I don't know. It so I was a little confused, but didn't I? But right. I did see. So I go on my little Google machine and I look it up and I see those little right. filters that you can find for in the bottom, so it doesn't get all dirty. Because I'm like you, I usually put foil on the bottom of my 
um, grease pans and stuff like that. And just regular pans, I do cookies and everything. I put foil on the bottom. Yeah, I so then clean. that way you don't have to actually so, clean your, your grease exactly. pan. Exactly. I mean, Mine's you know, more that's, cleaning that's what a fire. Sheet, I don't like to in, clean. In, in a normal yeah. oven, that's what a cookie sheet is. It's a big piece of aluminum foil that, you know, you right. bake cookies on and you bake whatever the hell else you're, you're baking. So, you know, you don't just throw stuff on the grill and expect it not to catch on fire. So it's exactly. not really a grill. You know, and, and so anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you on That's the right. on the I air get fryer. I my air fryer, and I and I order these <laughs> these um, online um, oh, no. filters that are like liners for for the bottom of the pan, and I get a, right. some baking accessories that you can. I found about a baking accessory kit that adds like a cake pan and a pizza pan and a a rack you can put stuff in and whatever. So I'm I'm good to go. So it took a couple of days to get that. So I decide, okay, I'm going to go ahead and get this. And again, there's no instruction manual for this. So I find the recipes. I go online. I look for some recipes. I find a couple recipes. And I don't know why, but in my head, I thought an air fryer was like maybe like a hot air popper where you drop a couple things of oil, a couple drops of oil in there, and the air flies around and things, things. And it's like I didn't see instructions how to do that. I didn't see any place in the fryer that you do that. So I called my friend in Vegas that had one that talked me into getting one. And I said, I don't understand where the oil and stuff in the air fryer comes. I know it's less oil. Is it from the oil in the recipes or do you put it in somewhere that I can't find? She says, no, it's the oil in the recipes. You don't worry about that. And that's what to, I said, okay, great. So I don't have to worry about putting oil in. So I, I look at my instructions and it says on my recipe that I looked up online, I decide I'm going to make a meatloaf first. Right. Um, and, uh, so I look on my instructions on the air fryer recipe, and it says to preheat the air oven for three minutes before you put the meatloaf in. I said, great. So I put my little parchment paper in there in the air oven, and all of a sudden I'm smelling something. And so I pull out my thing, and it looks like I threw a piece of paper on a on the uh, furnace or in the in the. Um, it's all smoldering. It's all smoldering it's and it's turned into little pieces of paper with charred edges right. around the edge. Right. So somehow the okay. paper causes parchment on fire. I don't know if wow. it's because there's no instructions. I don't know like if you're not paper, supposed to put right? the paper in that's by yourself. Like, that's like butcher paper, right? It's real thin right? paper. The, the yeah, real thin yeah that stuff's paper. not supposed to actually like like even catch on fire if you're using a, a smoker. You know, if you're using right. that stuff. So like, I don't know not... if it's, you have to have food on it for it not to do it or – Right. You by itself, but I put it by myself, and all Set of a sudden I have with air. burnt embers That's everywhere awesome. inside this thing. So it's right. like little pieces of paper, embers over. So whatever, <laughs> I clean that out. And it's relatively easy to clean, but it's like sorry, okay, there was no fire, but it smelled like smoke, and you saw little burnt pieces. Oh no, and you got little cinders. Yeah, I'm so sure when you took the top off that thing, everywhere, all over out. my kitchen. By the time I pulled out and cleaned. <laughs> So that's the first problem. He said, okay, great. Now I'm scared to use the parchment paper, so I put oh, the kitchen Nazi directly into the basket. Oh, I'd be crazy. going nuts at that moment in your kitchen. I'd be like, they're falling everywhere. I just exactly. cleaned this. Exactly. And I'm afraid now to use the parchment paper, so I put the meatloaf directly oh. into the basket. I said, to hell with it. I won't put the parchment paper on there. I'll clean the damn basket. And I, and I put my meatloaf in there. And I put it in, and it's smelling good, and I'm all excited. Right. And my little recipe said a meatloaf only takes uh, – a two-pound meatloaf only takes 40 minutes. And right. you should check it about halfway through. And I said, great. So I go ahead, and it's smelling really good, and I'm right. sitting around. So I, I set my little timer for 25 minutes. I go, and I open up my little thing to check on it in 25 minutes. Dude, it's an entire charcoal crust surrounding this meatloaf. The inside is right. perfectly moist, but it is looking like a black lump of charcoal. It is totally black <laughs> on every outside edge of my meatloaf. Like son okay. of a gun. So I said, the heck with it. So I let it cook for well, I I pulled it out and I chopped up all the sides, all the charcoal off the sides. It was still halfway decent on the inside. Right. So I said, well, the heck with this. So I turned the meatloaf into um, meat sauce for spaghetti sauce. I said, the heck with this. Nice. I'll just make spaghetti. So I did that. So that, right. well, dang it, I don't understand this. And like I said, there's really no instructions except for the recipes. So I thought, well, I'm going to make a cake. 
I was going to make meatloaf and a cake. So I'll try the cake and the new cake pan I got. So right. I follow the instructions. I do it just a regular cake recipe. You put, I put the liner in the bottom this time. I, felt like I, I sprayed the pan. I put the liner on the bottom. I put my um, batter in and everything, put it in there. It's the same thing. It's supposed to be 15 minutes in and check it in 10 minutes. So right. I put it in. It smells like a beautiful cake. I pull it out. Right. It's a little charcoaly <laughs> on top, uh, but, but not charcoal. It's a little dark brown on top. But it, it still looks good. It looks good in there. It's raised up good. It looks really good. It says after 10 minutes to poke your little holes in it. And so I use my little stick, the toothpick, to poke my holes in it to see if it's cooked. And it feels like it's cooked and everything. And it looks like it's cooked and everything. I thought, beauty. So I pulled it out. And I go to turn it upside down to t- get it out of the pan. And freaking cake batter goes all over my shirt, all over the floor, all over the counter. It was not cooked all the way through. For some reason, the places I put the toothpick in were cooked all the way through. But right near the very top of it was not the middle of it. So the outside, because I poked the edges around the outside, I guess I didn't put it in the middle. And it looked, I pulled it out. I wish you had all this on film, man. It would have been hilarious, dude. But I popped, I finally popped the cake out and put it on a pan, and it looked like one of those pudding cakes where it was the outside was perfectly cooked around the two inches perimeter of the cake, but right. the middle side was all still goo, was still battered. I, I think, so I ended up baking I that on a I, I put it on the what, sheet pan and baked the it the rest of the way. You just turned it on the oven, <laughs> put foil around the edge that already cooked so it didn't overcook, and just cooked the inside. <laughs> It turned out to be right. a damn good cake. It was a good cake. Yeah, batter, that, not, but, uh, <laughs> at that point. But it's yeah, like, what's the point? Really so cake. I, I basically <laughs> given up on this air fryer for a little bit. Um, well, I wouldn't give I up on it. I decided it was a I, learning I curve that I don't have, and it seems like yeah, it comes from the outside some, in. Some and you have things that you. Stuff that you really can't cook in there. You know, yeah. I mean, there, it's going to be trial and error. Um, as far these as were all you know, recipes, you though. Probably... These were air cooker recipes. That's what freaked me out. And it didn't, but it was they like, didn't work. They just didn't work. Cause I think it cooks, I think it's just a temperature thing and you really got to pay attention to the temperature. Um, because it seemed like it was cooking fine from the outside in sort of like, you know, a microwave usually cooks from the inside out. Inside uh, this, out, this right. This thing cooks from the outside in because of the air around it. And I think you just have to factor that in and maybe use a lower temperature and a longer air time. I'm just going to have to play with it. But I really didn't plan on working this hard for this thing. I thought for 60 mm-hmm. bucks, I'm going to pop it in, set it, and forget it's it. It's going to just thing, work. Like a commercial yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's wow. my woes. Almost set the place on fire, and I ruined oh. two recipes. But other than that, I ended up cooking in the oven. Uh, I had to cook stove top and oven, but spaghetti on the stove top and uh, cake in the oven. <laughs> That's all right. That for was both my meals. tale of woe. For both. <laughs> for both meals. Right. Awesome. Um, so, uh, yeah. Now, if anybody out there has one of these air fryers, could you please give us a call? 347-989-0126. I would love you forever. Because this is supposed to save time, dude. This was supposed to only be... 40 minutes right. on a meatloaf and That's the point. 15 minutes on a cake. That's like how much you don't have to wait to for the oven to preheat. Exactly. So it's like, you don't have oh. to worry about the microwave, you know, causing the cells of the actual food to radiate and continue to be radiated as you inhale exactly. them. You don't have to worry about any of that. Right. So I need help basically with it. I'm going to put it out on, I put, I put a little picture of, just the outside. I didn't take a picture of the burnt meatloaf or the cake pan. I probably should have. Would have been hilarious, but I didn't do that part. Wow. Too upset at the time. <clears throat> so anyway, no, that's, that's our adventures in restaurants right there, right then and there. It would, it Other than that, how's your day have been all going? That on video. It's been going all right. Um, I, I, just busy, man. Just busy. Um, uh, got a lot of stuff uh, like 27 and all washed up it's gotten five star reviews and and people are really liking it um i think that's cool because it's a revised version of the old one if anybody's got the old one out there they're they're lucky they get to you know 
really hear the drunk ass conversation that I had with Zach Wilson. So <laughs> the unvarnished um, yeah. truth, the unvarnished, <laughs> unedited um, truth, or get to know. see it or read it at least, not hear it. Um, yeah, I haven't done it. We've been talking about doing an audio book on that, but Zach and I would have to get into the studio in order for that to happen. So, because the audio books are the Zach way to Wilson go these days. Right. Why podcasts and audio books yeah. are the thing anymore. Yeah. People listen to these things yeah. all the time. No, we're, 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 we've been talking about it, so we just have to find the right time to do it. There um, you go. But, yeah. So a lot going on, dude. Uh, pop culture-wise, Felicity Huffman is in jail today. She walked into jail today. I don't mean to just you know, slam into uh, slam it from foodie into pop culture, but that's the way that's we do okay. it here. We're, I'm standing on my soapbox. Um, yeah, uh, no, and she's yeah, spending she, 14 she days in the, in the Huskow. Yeah, 14 days. I'm not in sure. The I'm not sure. I know she's in a federal prison, so I'm not sure wh- where it. I know it's in Northern California. And it's white collar crime, so I'm I'm assuming this. I don't actually know um, that she's in you know probably in a place that's minimum security. So you know she's she's probably yeah. I have being all the deets covered right here. I looked it up today because I knew we'd cool. probably be talking about it. It's um, called it's a federal prison in Dublin, California. Dublin's about right. 35 miles outside of San Francisco. It's a federal right. correction institution, a low security prison with 1,235 other female inmates in Alameda County. So that's yeah, where she'll be spending the next it, two weeks. It's kind of like it's kind of like the kind of place that Martha Stewart went to. And when Martha, right. Martha Stewart went in, she was in for like five months, six months, and I think it was five months. And and she completely revamped that place. Like, like they got, everybody got fresh sheets. People were paying attention to allergies. People were paying attention. She was like jail Nazi. She, she like, I am nice. kitchen Nazi. <laughs> she like went in and, and their kitchens got revamped. Everything got, you know, they, everything got updated so that the, the people that were actually there, the, the prisoners that were actually there could be very well taken care of and take care of themselves. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a pretty important thing. You know, it was all this personal hygiene stuff. Yeah, so I don't know what Felicity Huffman's going to do there for two weeks, but, um, you know, we'll see. See what happens. She's got two weeks there. Then she'll have one year of supervised release uh, with conditions including 250 hours of community service. And like we said before, she's already started on those ahead of time. I don't know whether they're applying or not, but she has to do uh, one year of supervised release and 250 hours of community service was her total sentence, two weeks. 250 right. hours and a year of supervised release. So she's been a model person so far in this. She's handled it, I think, with dignity. Um, and it's uh, it's accountability. I mean, it's, it's a start. We don't see a lot of celebrities getting accountability, and this is accountability, and she could have done it in a lot of ways, and she did it right. publicly, and uh, she has been remorseful, and taking her lumps so good on her yeah. for doing everything that needs to be done yeah so we'll see what happens i, I still don't i still don't really understand it i mean you know it means that they knew that it was a pyramid scheme and and i'm just like i don't i don't dude why would you even be a part of that i you know both both william h macy and and felicity huffman both both of them individually have enough money where they can turn and literally, you know, buy a wing, buy a building, you know, pay for right. pay for that, and then your name's on it, and it's a guarantee that your kid's there. So, you know, why why would you even? I, I just don't understand why you would why you would do that. Well, you know, and, there's, and there's other ways. It's true to extent. I also you also got to understand what they're from. They, I mean, she's probably got huge desperate housewife money, and he probably now has shameless money. But all oh, the dude, other projects are relatively low-key, um, independent, low budgets. Until they, until she hit Desperate Housewives, and he hit Shameless, they were doing a lot of art house projects. I mean, you know, right. those things but don't pay you know, that that's, they were this never has all transpired over the past couple of years, dude. They they have their money. Right. They have money. No. So this no, is all just over the past couple of years. I think it's a little over over protection of their kids. 
I mean, right. like I said, her the kid that ended up, the kid that did this ended up going to a school that doesn't take SATs. It was an art school that doesn't even worry about SATs that she ended up going to. Right. Um, and that was before the scandal hit. She decided not to use her SATs for the college that she picked. So I think it's just someone trying to be a good mom and not really using right. her common sense. Right. Um, and just knowing I, she probably knew it was <clears> wrong. She probably thought she probably rationed somehow in her head. Um, I don't know why and didn't think of the other stuff, but I don't know. I don't know what it was. But at and least she's I, I owning think it's up really to interesting it. that it, it doesn't seem that William H. Macy knew that she was actually doing this. I, I think no. it's really interesting because he's not being you know, prosecuted for it. He's not being questioned, right. nothing. And and where, you know, Lori Laughlin's husband is and knew about right. all of this. And and that's a dude that actually has way more money than anybody that we're talking about. That guy has so, money. Clothing right. designer. Yeah, money. dude. So, you know, there's a, he he can, you know, absolutely afford to throw a million dollars or whatever it is. I mean, they they did uh, five hundred thousand. Right. So. So, you know, they're they're looking at, you know, he could throw a mill or whatever it costs to do the building. Buildings don't cost that much, dude. So, you know, build a library, you know, do whatever you need to do in order to make sure that that it happens for for your kid. So, right. And, but you don't you don't have to get into the, the Ponzi scheme or the pyramid scheme or whatever type of scheme it was, because they knew it was a scheme. They knew right. it was a scheme from the get go. So, yeah, I'm not sure. When is um, when when is Aunt Becky being sentenced? I don't know. <laughs> trial. She's not being sentenced. She has to be found guilty uh, first. When's her, when's her uh, trial? Do you know? Uh, they're already the lawyers have already been meeting with her with the judge. So they're already okay. working on all of that behind closed doors. So I'm, I, and I'm not exactly sure what her something. court date, what her court date right. is. I, I, I would hope, but they're, but she's been standing up and saying she's not guilty. So, I, you know, I, I, I don't know how this is going to go down. I mean, that's the last that I heard on it was she was like, I'm not guilty. Okay. Right. Going to be interesting. We've already got a couple yep. people in it so far that have uh, got some decent sentences out of it. So we'll see what happens. So anyway, good on Felicity Huffman for doing her due diligence. Um, she's trying to, yeah. I mean, obviously created a huge rift with her family, with her. I mean, William is behind her, of course, 100 percent, but he's not happy with her because he did not right. know that was going on. The daughter is embarrassed, of course, and right. feels estranged and everything. So she's, it, it, it yeah, but not as not as much her. as not as much as Lori Laughlin's kids. Lori Laughlin's kids right. are pissed. They are right. pissed no. off, dude. They they are like uh, you know. Well, they Olivia, were personalities too in their own right. I mean, Felicity's yeah, kids weren't really personalities. Olivia. Yeah. You so know, Felicity's and Olivia kids, they weren't the really day in the public happened. eye, but the other guys were. That's a little different mm-hmm. one. Olivia, yeah. Olivia was yep. seen at Ikea literally the next day after all of this news came out. She moved out of the house oh, really? immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and she's pissed because she lost the majority. She's an influencer on, on social media. She makes like $1,700 every single time she posts something. And that's from right. corporate sponsors. And, and you know, that's, her mom completely destroyed that for her. Every single one of her sponsors bailed when, when that happened. So she was like, oh, thanks. You know, I, I, I was a success <laughs> all by myself. I didn't have the, you know, I didn't use your help. I right. didn't need your help. And look what happened. So, exactly. yeah, no, she's pissed. And the other daughter didn't oh, even, yeah. the other daughter's smart enough to get in, and we've talked about this before, but the other daughter's smart enough to get in to any school she wants to. She's right. freaking brilliant. So yeah, right. it's like, why? She didn't need this to happen at all. Nope, you're right. We'll see what happens with it. We'll see what goes on. We'll stay in pop culture till the break here. Um, we okay. t- Speaking of influencers, just because I'm a huge friends geek, Jennifer Anderson, Jennifer yeah. Aniston went on social media for the first time. She opened an Instagram yep. account. In one day, she got 2.1 million followers. She's oh, only no, posted she's one point, picture. She's posted she, one yeah, picture. Yeah, one picture. 
of the of her and the the rest of the cast of friends all kind of behind her and around her um right. yeah uh and she she just went up in the like the past hour dude she was at 3.1 million at noon cuz i was checking you know just different oh stats on stuff cuz i know we were going to talk about this she was at 3.1 million at noon and now she currently she's at like 3.4 million she went up 300,000 oh in like 4 hours <laughs> she's boom. crazy yeah Yep. And I'm struggled with my yeah, 10,000 no, people. Yeah, good for her. That was very cool. And then I wanted yeah. to, we talked yesterday about Amazon and Howard University teaming up um, right. for entertainment uh, scholarships. This isn't entertainment related, but it is pop culture. The Chipotle restaurants yeah. Absolutely. are expanding their college reimbursements. Uh, Chipotle is now going to pay for its employees to get business or technology degrees at certain colleges. The program kicks off November 15th. It's their attempt to kind of attract and retain talent because it's highly competitive in the labor market now with 3.5% unemployment, one thing that 45 is doing well on. But uh, you have to be at the company for at least 120 days, work a minimum of 15 hours per week, but you can choose from 75 different degree programs at five schools, and they will cover the entire tuition as long as the employees remain at the company and stay for at least six months after they earn their degrees. So they've already paid 5200 a year uh, in education for the last quite a few years. They reimbursed up to 5200 but this is they're paying for full rides or full degrees. Um, not housing and all everything like that, but everything it costs for books and tuition um, for well, seventy five different subjects. That's I think a great that's awesome. publicity. That's a great publicity move for for Chipotle. Um, uh, but I, I want to know if they've actually taken care of the bacteria that was in their food that uh, caused so many problems to their patrons. I stopped eating Chipotle because of I would get sick every single time I went in. So um, I know people that love it and are there all the time. So I'm just wondering, I want to make sure that their quality control has, has that it's under control um, and their quality assurance. Well, I agree 100%. I, mean, I stopped eating too, but I think a lot of that problem had to do with sourcing. I think it's still their right. fault, but I think it was the sourcing right. from the places they bought their produce and things like this because it is all fresh made. Right. Um, right that it wasn't necessarily from the food handling as much as it was from their sources. As it was the source. still, yeah. they have to pay attention to that. That's stuff that they have to watch. But uh, you're right. I didn't eat their stuff for a long time. But um, I think it's great. But, yeah. I, I think uh, that's, that's awesome of Chipotle and their upper management to be taking care of their employees. Uh, they need to. Exactly. Um, it's, Education you know, is a good they thing. They absolutely need to. Yeah, and it only help uh, with with their employees' understanding of what's happening in the business. So right. it only help their employees. Exactly. Yep. All right, well, that's all the big pop so culture cool. stuff I have. We're gonna, we got a lot of stuff to talk about in news and politics. Is that when we come back? We're already at thirty three minutes after. You've got about twenty five wow. minutes to give us a call three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. Our adventures in air frying took up way more time than I thought it would. We'll take a little break with Matt Von Fossa. This is Timing What It Used To Be. You're listening to Standing On My Soapbox right here on the Left of Straight Radio Network. I always forgot this has such a long entry. Here we go, guys. We'll be back.
All right, we are back. That was Matt Von Fossen. Guys, you're listening to Standing on My Soapbox with Scott and Craig. Give us a call. you got about 20 minutes left here, 347-989-0126. We can talk about anything you want to talk about. There is a lot of stuff going on in news and politics right now. Of course, tonight is the Democratic debates, the third Demo- – oh, wait, this is the third or fourth? I think it's the third. I have no idea. Um, I have no idea. But it's coming right I here still, from beautiful northeast – well, not northeast, but beautiful downtown Ohio, where I'm from, coming out of Columbus tonight. There will be 12 people on the stage tonight. It's going to be the biggest debate in history, um, which doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be good <laughs> because you have so many who, people. I don't know uh, is how Bernie long it's on, take. Is Bernie up there right now? Bernie's Bernie up there. there. It's going to be his first event since his heart Dude, attack. Dude, he just had a heart attack. On is uh, Tulsi Gabbard from from Hawaii, Bernie Sanders, Tom Steyer, of course, the millionaire independent, Joe Biden, of course, Cory Booker, Mayor Pete, um, uh, Julian Castro, Kamala Harris, Amy Klobuchar, Beto O'Rourke, uh, Elizabeth Warren, and Andrew Yang. So hopefully this will really start to narrow the field a bit. We'll all 12 of them on the same stage, but I just hope they'll get some time to make some points. Down. I think I like so much time I like Tom talking about Syria and Trump and the impeachment. I don't think you'll find out too much about them. We'll have to see. I like Tom Steyer, Steyer right? Um, I, I, I think it just I've seen a lot of his like ads and stuff, and his ads are really quick. And all he does is like say, you know, our current president is uh, uh, corrupt. <laughs> I'm trying not to swear, um, but you know, he gets out there and that's all he says. And he's like, we got to stop doing dealing with this. And then that's where right. his ads are. Um, and uh, and I, I think he I think he'd make for an interesting uh, idea. I, I still I, I still, dude, I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody in that lineup that that can actually do this. You know, I yeah, you I don't need a celebrity. Could. I think Mayor Pete could, um, and I think Biden could, but I don't know if he's the right person right now. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, Steyer, I would have to check how his company runs. Um, I don't think right. we need another millionaire with no political experience in the office unless they surround themselves with good people. We thought Correct. Trump was going to surround himself with good people, and he threw them all out the window. So yeah, I'd like to look at Trump, at Steyer's billion-dollar company that he's created and see what kind of people – because we knew Trump's company was all about family. Back to surrounding yourself with people and pop culture, um, Sean Spicer is currently on Dancing with the Stars. I hate that show, dude. I'm really beginning to hate that show there's not one star on that show it should be dancing with the pseudo celebrities is what it should be um except for james vanderbeek this season he's he's actually a star and I he's like actually a really good dancer yeah dancing with celebrities, celebrities would would be better but sean spicer's on there and and you know surrounding yourself with the the the, the right people Dude, he's when when they show who his friends are, Sean Spicer's friends on Dancing with the Stars, they show a picture of of Scott Baio in the audience, 
and they have uh, underneath oh it gosh. not Scott Bayo, <laughs> but Sean Spicer's friends, and and it's like uh, you know I, I I I just oh dude yeah exactly I mean I, I'm just sitting there watching it and I'm like what what is this and and it just it, it keeps reminding me of the whole Scott Bayo Nicole Eggert thing and I'm just and how many people you know went off on Nicole when it was Scott that is the douchebag in this and and I I hung out with a whole bunch of I actually know Nicole I've I have hung out with Nicole Eggert a couple of times I never got the opportunity to hang out with Scott with Scott Bayo um, and from what I recall because I I hung out with a lot of the people that hung out with them and uh and actually my you know my fiance katie is uh uh, um, uh it was was hanging out with all of them too she knows all of these people and and i just i i remember at the time thinking that if i'm if i ever run into scott bayo that i'm supposed to punch him in the face i didn't i, I didn't I, you know I, I didn't really know why but it, it really irks me you know to to see them out there together and i'm like what you guys do not represent us you don't re- represent anything and you're not stars in our, in our eyes and even though scott you know is uh, legitimately a star I, i'm just like you're not anymore you've fallen from grace man so you know it's like uh, anyway back to you know surrounding yourself with good people right no and that's what i would i would check on uh sire for if he has a good people in his company then yeah i just don't want to put another millionaire guy in there that can buy his way into an election with good ads um whatever but he seems like a stand-up guy though and i I would definitely want to think i said i'm huge on mayor pete so that's right. That's who I would see as far as the grown up in the room. But I would love to see one of the women up there. I would love yeah, to see Amy I think Klobuchar. He's great, but he's Kamala just Harris. not going to get any of the. He's not going to get any of the black vote. You know, Cory yeah. Booker might, and Kamala Harris might. Um, right. But the majority of the white people in there, they're not going to get the black vote. So, and it's really, really important this year, this 2020, for for everybody to come out and vote. Come out and vote Definitely. already. Don't be scared. Go out and vote. Got to do it. We really have important. to do it. And yep. uh, like I said, I I don't think, I think even though Warren is ahead right now in the polls, I think um, in a general election, she'll be in trouble. I just don't think that we can promise this Medicare for all and stuff. I'm just not for it. I don't believe that we should take away private, even Kamala Harris wants to take away private health care and make it all Medicare for all. Uh, Mayor Pete yeah, doesn't. That doesn't work. Uh, Biden doesn't. You can't take away what they've been doing forever to try to place it with something different and untested. People don't trust the government, rightly so in a lot of ways. And if you say, I'm going to take away your stuff and give you something brand new that the government's going to run, that scares people to death, and I, and I don't blame yeah. them. So yep. I, I don't think, as much as that appeals to the people who want free stuff, um, from Sanders and Warren and stuff like that. I don't think it's a good policy the American people are going to get behind. Um, the, I, just, I think the health care alone is what's going to kill their presidency or kill their chances of winning if they get the nomination, to be honest with you. I'm a little scared of that. We'll see what happens. I, I, it really needs to be a combination. It, it needs to be right. a combination of things where – the doctors for a certain amount of days of the week have to, because it was really the doctors that didn't want to be a part of, let's take ACA, let's take Obamacare. It's the same thing. Uh, the Affordable Care Act is Obamacare. So uh, they, it was the doctors that were like, wait, 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 I'm, I'm losing a bunch of money. I can't. You know, this is capitalism. This is the United well. It was States. the insurance so, companies more than the doctors. The doctors were taking their cue from a the lot insurance of the company. doctors. The insurance had, company was had not going to pay the doctors as much Correct. because of the Correct. insurance company. So you're right in a way, but it really was the insurance company behind the scenes and all of it. So if you if you cover them on on the basics on you know uh, on taking care of the individual who doesn't have. 
enough money to take care of themselves. If you, if you take care of that individual or it just doesn't have the capability of taking care of themselves, like they're just completely, you know, disabled in such a way that they just can't. Um, and we right. take care of them as, as a government or as a people, um, we're taking care of our neighbors and, and it doesn't really have to come out of anything that, that we don't already have there. The, the monies are there. The funding's there. It's just that it needs to be applied in another area. And you got to right. make sure that the doctors and the insurance companies, you got to make sure that they're taken care of on this issue. They have to, if, if, if it's a brain surgeon who, you know, gets paid $500 million a year, whatever it is, and they're looking at losing that money um, because they have to stick to one standard, then make sure that they can go out and do their specialty. Make sure that, there's, that, that, that it's allotted for them to go out and make that million dollars on top of the monies that they're getting from the insurance companies or from the government right. in order to right. take care of the people who can't take care of it. Because there's a whole bunch of people out there that can the doctor what they need to pay them and in order right. to get the surgery that they need. So, you know, I, I think it really needs like, to be a combination. Like Mayor thing. Pete says, it's Medicare for all who want it, but everyone else wants to keep to their private insurance or pay on their own or do whatever should have that option and be able to find doctors right. that let them do that option. You're 100% right. I agree with you. Yep. And that's just one of the issues. I mean, like I said, taxing the rich, I think, is Good in theory, but it really has to be done precision-wise. Uh, I think you you don't want to penalize someone for making so much money, but you also want to make sure that there's just no incentive to just keep all of that money either, which is what they do. And it, it just it keeps just building and building. We have to have a way to pay for other things for people without penalizing them for making money, but for helping them contribute to the greater good of the country. And I think there's got to be a happy medium somewhere in there that we can find. But we'll see. There should be. <clears throat> Other countries that are more progressive, and I'm not talking about Democrat progressive, I'm talking about progressive progressive, where as a human being, <clears throat> excuse me, moving forward, um, as a civilization or as a society, uh, other countries that are more progressive than the United States <clears throat> have already implemented uh, these types of programs, and right. they are, you know, they're they're they don't want to come here. They don't they don't they come here and visit Disneyland, um, but they don't want to come here and live because they're very well taken care of. They, I'm talking about the people that are you know born and raised there. Majority of them want right. to stay. And it's because they're taken care of in times when, you know, who's going to take care of you? You know, they lose their jobs, they get sick, stuff like that happens. We're human. Um, right. Stuff like that happens every single day. So, you know, who's going to take care of you in that? And their governments do take care of them. Places like Sweden, places like Switzerland, places like Denmark, so Finland. Well, you know, we there's like places out there that ago. do this. People just, people just forget. I mean, we were at – Trump brought the um, – the top tax wage from 35% to I think 26 or something, 22, 23, something like that. Under Clinton, which was only 20 years ago, the top tax rate was 70%. And there was no one complaining. They weren't making enough money then. And we nope. balanced the federal budget for the first time. Yep. While Clinton was there, and people were still yeah, getting rich it doesn't need to go. I, it doesn't here. need to go above 30%, dude. And that's what that's what rich people hire accountants for. Is to make sure that they don't have to pay that thirty percent. So right. you know that's that's what the deal is, and that that is the legal deal. You you can hire an accountant, make sure you don't pay the thirty percent. So sure. you know you find all the deductions, um, but you know, and that that really should just apply to rich people. It, it shouldn't ever go above that anyway. There's no need for right. it to. There's enough rich people and there's enough people, you know, in general that, that can afford to pay that. And, and they do. They shouldn't have to pay anymore. I totally agree with that. <clears throat> I don't – you know, I'm, exactly. I'm, I, I believe in capitalism. You know, you, gotta, you can come to the United sure. States and be, become the richest, you know, person on the planet. 
Um, so, and that's, you know, that's the goal, isn't it? I mean, he who dies with the most toys wins. So, you know, that's, that, that's it. That's the American dream. Right. But, you know, you, you really gotta, um, pay attention to your neighbor. You gotta really pay attention to those people that just can't quite get there. And it's not necessarily their fault. The system is really set up, you know, to really, uh, um, it's not easy. It's it's not easy. It's not supposed to be. So right. you know to to figure this out business wise and and your life wise, it's not supposed to be easy. And when you're you go, striving for something, you know you gotta work and work and work and work and work to get it. So there's very few of those people out there that luck out and are born with four hundred million dollars, number forty five. So you know we are, and by the way, if he's listening, please do just resign and get off Twitter. Get off your phone. Somebody <laughs> take that baby's phone away from him. Would you? He's a child. Take the phone away from him. It's easy. But yeah, dude, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I, I went off on a tangent. Uh, I'll get back around to not taxing the rich over that 30%. Because I totally agree. Don't do not do that. Right. It hasn't hurt us in the past, but we don't need to go that high. We just need to find ways to Correct. make it workable, which is fine. Um. Let's see what else. We only have about eight minutes here left. I want to follow up a little bit on yesterday's story. I know it's flying today. Follow up a little bit on yesterday that uh, white police officer in Fort Worth that killed the 28-year-old black woman who was babysitting her eight-year-old nephew. As we said yesterday, he resigned from the flood yesterday right before he was getting – Right before he was going to get fired, and they did charge him with murder last night. Right. So the police, yeah, they, they charged, charged him. him with murder. Um, <laughs> it's an interim police chief of the city there right now. His name's Ed Krause. He was basically in tears today um, yeah. trying to say, look, we're trying to do good. Police really do try to do good. Things like this happen, and, and it kills all of us. We will make sure that justice comes as quick as we can. Uh Interesting the side. He's a rookie, man. He, he's only been on the force for he's only been on the force for a right. year. So yeah, over a year, or right. a year and a half. I mean ugh. Well, and then Dude, the interesting I, thing that came out today is the eight year old nephew that she was watching. Um, they interviewed him, and I'm sure carefully, but he said that the aunt was reaching into her purse for a gun or and pulled the gun on it. Um but they said that was perfectly legal because this guy never identified as a cop as far as she was concerned. There was some right. intruder outside her bedroom window telling her to right. raise her hand and didn't right. she didn't know it was a cop or anything else. So even if she did have this gun, because we said they found that gun and there was still sketchy details on that, right. details are still coming out. No, Nothing's 100% known yet, but it seems from the kid that she was babysitting said that they were scared and she was reaching into her purse to get her gun and she might have lifted it towards the window. So right. it's a possible, but that still would not make a difference with what happened because he no. did not identify himself as a police officer. And she was, that's a, one of those stand your ground laws where you're, that really do work because you don't know what's going on if your life's in Correct. danger or not when someone's yelling at you outside the window. So that's what's happening with that. That's going to continue going. Um, yeah, I said it last week or when we were talking about Amber, Amber Geiger, um, that, you know, she's a white police officer and shooting an unarmed black man. And, uh, you know, even though she may have been armed in this case, uh, the woman that died, um, uh, it's still that what I said before is that, yeah, they have to prosecute her. Um, and I, I still think the 10 years is a little much, but it changes the entire dynamic of the next person, uh, next police officer that shoots an unarmed or a black person, period. Um, right. So it changes Which the entire dynamic. Right. And, and that's exactly what happened. You know, last night they charged him with murder. So, you know, I, you know, it's not even not even in the line of duty. I mean, it's like, you know, he there's straight up charging him. So uh, I, I feel really bad for this guy. I feel really bad for him. Um, but it wasn't handled correctly. I've seen the body cam st- footage. I've seen it. And, mm-hmm. dude, he didn't identify himself and he just did not handle this correctly. 
Not at right. all. I mean, I would. I, I don't know what their actual policies are, and I played a cop on a TV series, but that was years ago, so their policies are different now. And I don't know what their actual policies are, but, dude, if you're responding to an open door, I, don't you just go through that door? I mean, don't you just, you know, the door's open, so don't you just go through the right. door and announce yourself and, and or not, you know, and, and be right. looking and for an actual you went intruder? Right, and the first and saw the open door yeah. before he started walking around the house, why didn't you yell inside, what? hey, why police you at the front door? <laughs> yeah, when you're, when you're at the uh, front door, you know, and, and you know, we're doing a wellness check, you know, or whatever it is. And I know they can get ambushed if they do stuff like that, but... But still, you're you're there to protect and serve. You're not there to shoot the occupant. So right. I, you know, I'm I, I don't I don't even know. I, you know, maybe there should be a thing on a policy on when you draw your gun as a cop. I, maybe there should be something like it has to be it has a lock on it or some shit. Like it's going to take you a minute to actually draw your gun. And I know that seems unsafe, um, but in these instances, uh, you know, I, I think there should be something. Should be something, right? You know, yeah. carry carry a gun with rubber bullets, you know that type of stuff. So you're not actually, if you're in that close range, you're actually gonna you'll hurt the person and subdue the right. person, but you're not gonna you're not gonna kill them. So you know, or something like that. Something we we have so much technology. We have tasers. We have so much technology, so that we could be utilizing, you know, and and why aren't we utilizing that technology? Exactly. So, just All right, well, dude, we're again. at 6.58. We are out of here. We have so much more to talk about. There's a lot of impeachment stuff going on. As a matter of fact, the uh, House Democrats just had a meeting on what the next step of impeachment was, and Nancy Pelosi is going to hold a press conference for the next five or ten minutes. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. She may announce an official vote on impeachment. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, Hunter wow. Biden had an interview that today. That moved we fast. The, yeah, exactly. We have the uh, yeah. Democratic debate site that I'll be watching we have Syria conflict. Vice President Mike Pence is flying to Syria tonight to try to tell the Turkish people to stop doing what we told them was okay to do five days ago. Um, so that's <laughs> going to be happening today. So wow. It's going to be an interesting oh, day tomorrow, so be sure to tune in. <laughs> and on Thursday, we have Whoa. a very special guest coming in. We'll talk about that tomorrow as well. Craig, thanks cool. for standing on my soapbox with me today, buddy. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, man. And everybody, we'll uh, you know, you too. take care of your neighbors. There you go. All right, guys, we will be back tomorrow, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern, for an hour of live talk radio. This is Teddy on our soapbox. Bye-bye. Little Steve Grand disciples who play out. Peace. Jesus, be my daddy, father, my life. Walks through my dreams, draped in white like a child, like a child. I ain't scared of dying when I'm living the circle. Be a loyal disciple till I get my fix. These